Hey, hey, everybody, welcome to More Powerful Me. This is the More Powerful Me podcast. This is the number one podcast for men who choose to deliberately be on the path to purposeful living. Uh, my name is Mark Mascola. I'm your host on the podcast today. Um, I'm an author, and, and I, you know, I call myself a master of purposeful living. I started started this journey, oh, a couple of decades ago, and and uh, love to share information that helps helps men understand that when you begin with a purpose, you'll raise your awareness to new possibilities and discover your unlimited potential to make those possibilities a reality. Because when you get right down to it, a man's number one purpose in life is to discover his number one purpose. You know, I figured out what mine is. Mine's going to be different from yours, and hopefully you'll get some information uh, today and and in future things that we do that help you uh, discover your number one purpose as well. So uh, today's podcast is, uh, is, is our Powerless to Powerful edition. And the the, uh, the title of the podcast is Slaying the Giants of Relapse. Um, I'm going to talk about 10, but I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, I know there are hundreds, right? And, and when you, um, you know, if you connect with us on social media or, or at PowerlessToPowerful.com, uh, you know, Ashley and I talked about it. I think we're going to do a, a video series and, and, and some other things about slaying the giants of relapse. Like, like I said, today I'm going to talk about 10 of, of literally hundreds. And, and, you know, just understand, these are intertwined, right? I, I, they're, they're, they're connected and, and overlapped and everything. And one, you know, one is based on another that's based on another that's based on another. And, and there's only one part of it that matters, right? And, and that's all of it. You know, we focus on helping, helping men understand uh, the eight keys, the eight points of life, you know, personal growth, uh, beginning with personal growth and coming full circle to spiritual connection and realizing that, you know, in between that is, is relationships and finances and your physical health and mental clarity, your nutrition, your recreation, uh, and, and, you know, like I say, coming, coming full circle all the way around to spiritual connection. But, you know, you're, you're never, the results you get in your life are going to be based on how willing you are to grow personally. And that's some of the stuff that, that, uh, that I'm going to talk about today. Um, you know, let's just call it like it is. I mean, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat what I'm talking about today. When we start talking about relapse, you know, once, you, you know, I've just watched it for over 20 years. I mean, once a guy relapses the first time, he gives himself permission to do it. Um, it makes it easier the second time, and easier the third time, and and so on and so forth. And uh, I, you know, this is for me. This is life and death stuff. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. You know, this is life and death stuff. And the bottom line is, the percentages of guys who who are going to live happy, passionate, purposeful lives in their recovery and because of their recovery is is low. I mean, they're, not everybody is going to get this. Uh, and, and that's some of the other, you know, that's one of the, one of the giants of relapse that I'm going to talk about today. Um, you know, I made a post on social media the other day. It said that the, you know, the most dangerous time for a man in recovery is when he gives up on what would be his ultimate solution. You know, I got on this path, um, you know, uh, over over 20 years ago and, and have watched hundreds of men come and go. And, and, you know, I've watched a lot of them with 10 minutes, 10 days, and 10 years of recovery go back out and never make it back. Why? 
you know, some of them, some of them just, just never come back and, and some of them die. Uh, so my, you know, my goal here is to, uh, to help you compress time, be effective in what we're doing. Um, so, uh, I guess the only thing that I would ask or the only disclaimer that I have is for you to open your mind and, uh, and your spirit. And hopefully I'll, I'll say something that'll help raise your awareness to, to a new possibility for you or, or something that helps you understand your unlimited potential to make that possibility a reality. But at the end of the day, if I say something you don't like or you don't believe, something that, uh, that irritates you or, or uh, you know, bottom line is you'll, you'll just have to get over it. So uh, let's get going. Uh, before we do, I'm going I'm to grab a quick drink of water here real quick. Um, you know, many of you who have uh, kind of followed, followed my journey over the last year, uh, I just got done in a battle with, uh, with throat cancer. And uh, so I, I got a lot of information here. So if, if, I, if I pause and grab me a drink of water, it's just because my throat gets real dry. I'm, I'm still dealing with, you know, the repercussions of uh, surgery and chemotherapy and, and radiation and the whole deal. But uh, uh, feeling good, cancer-free, moving forward, and, uh, you know, learning to live one day at a time with this thing fighting cancer uh, was, was a real challenge. But I know for a fact that one of the reasons that I was successful in doing that was because I, I learned uh, the principles of living one day at a time um, on the positive side of addiction. So let me grab a drink of water here and we're going to dive into um, slaying the giants of relapse. All right, so here is number one, and, and I, they, these are just labeled, not that one is any more important or less important than 10. Um, I just, you know, I label these as, as one through 10 and, and got some bullet points I want to talk about on both, so uh, on all of them. So number one, uh, the number one uh, giant of relapse that you have to slay is apathy, right? The lack of desire. I know for a fact that all are chosen, but few choose to listen. You know, I know when I was in active addiction, I was getting taps on the shoulder all the time. Uh, Mark, you better look at this. Mark, this is becoming a problem, right? Uh, and and I was hard-headed enough that I had to have, um, you know, God tapped on my shoulder and then, you know, pulled on my ear a little bit, pulled on my hair a little bit, and, and the only way I was going to listen was to have have my feet knocked out from under me, lose everything, you know, from my family to my business to the whole deal. Um, so, you know, being apathetic, I, I, it's, it's kind of one of those deals where there, I really can't, nobody can help you if you don't want to help yourself. You know, one of the examples that I use all the time is, is we've heard the saying, lead a horse to water, right? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. I'm going to ask you, are you a thirsty horse? I know I am. I, I, I'm not apathetic about the, the results that I want to create. You know, I, Ashley and I talk about this all the time. You know, I'd rather have a man that was angry about what was going on in his life, that he wasn't getting the results that he wanted, instead of one that just doesn't care, one that's apathetic. Apathy leads to death. So the number one... Um, Number one giant at relapse is apathy. You know, slay that one, whatever you can, however you can, you can do it. And so we're, you know, we're going to talk about problems and solutions here. 
You know, one of the things that I say all the time is, is it's great to be problem aware, but it doesn't do you any good to just be problem aware without being solution focused and willing to act. The number two giant to slay is unwillingness. You know, when, when I was in treatment in 1999, my counselor asked me if I was willing to go to any lengths to stay clean and sober. And so, uh, you know, I had to ask myself the question, what does going to any lengths mean? I mean, what, what are any lengths? And let me ask you, are, are, are you willing to go to any lengths? You know, are, are you unwilling uh, or, or are you willing to do things to create different results? You know, I tell guys all the time that, that, that I coach in recovery. You know, you're going to a place that you've never been before. You're not going to know how you feel along the way, but are you willing to do what it takes to change your body, your mind, and your spirit to get to the other side of an addiction? You know, when, you, when, when, when that counselor asked me if I was willing to do whatever it takes, I had to ask myself, what is whatever? Right? Whatever for me meant everything. I had to be willing to do anything, whatever it took, because I knew that my life depended on it. Number three, the, number, the, the, the third giant that you need to slay in recovery um, that, that, that is, is one, of the, one of the giants of relapse is, is complexity. You know, there's a guy in my aftercare group that, that says all the time, recovery is a simple process for complicated people. Don't complicate this thing. You know, we live in a complicated world. You know, technology is supposed to make our life easier. And, and sometimes it, 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 it just absolutely complicates it. You know, keeping the primary thing the primary thing, what is that? That's, that's physical abstinence. You know, I, I, I'm going to talk about the three distinct phases of recovery in just a second, but keep the primary thing the primary thing. You know, don't give up before the miracle happens, and the miracle is always in process, but keep this thing simple. You know, if you don't put recovery and keeping the primary thing as physical abstinence first and foremost, the rest of it doesn't matter. Keep this simple. Whatever you've got to do, remove the layers of complexity in your life and in your recovery to keep it simple. All right, number four, and I'm going to speed through these, right? Like I said, there's, um, I want to be effective in what I'm doing, and I want to get, I want to get through all of them uh, in a timely enough fashion where, where you've got some time to, to uh, start implementing these in your life. Number four, the number four giant of relapse being controlled by your emotions, right? There's nothing worse than being controlled by your, having your life controlled by your emotions, having actions that you take based on how you feel before you sit down long enough to think, is this moving me closer or further away from my goal? You know, have a purpose. Have a reason that you do something. You know, I, I help guys realize in, in our coaching programs that it's great to have a purpose that you just want to, you just don't want to use. I, I get that, but you have to have your purpose grow as well. What do you want your life to look like as as a as a husband, as a father, as a businessman? You got to have a purpose and connect positive emotions to that result. Remember, in in recovery, you're going to have to do things that you don't like to have the results that you want to have. 
I'm going to touch on in a minute. You know, recovery is like a muscle, right? And, and I, I say this, uh, you know, when it comes to, to exercise, I, I love to exercise, but there are people who, who hate going to the gym and exercising, but they love the results for having gone to the gym, right? They didn't, they didn't let their, I don't like to exercise, keep them from the result of having a, a, a healthy, fit body. That's what I mean by controlled by your emotions. You know, remember, you got to act your way into right thinking, not think your way into right acting. Because thinking too much complicates things, but leads to number five here, which is complacency. The, the fifth giant that you've got to slay, the fifth giant of relapse, complacency, procrastination. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. You know, and I'll do it someday. You know, and, and someday becomes next week, next month, and for, for long, someday is never. Fear causes procrastination and complacency. You know, again, recovery is like a muscle. You, you, need, to, you need to build this muscle. And, and how does it, um, how do you build it? You build it by using it. You know, have a purpose for your recovery. A vision for what you want your life to look like because of your recovery. Again, what do you, how do you see yourself as, as a husband, a father, a businessman? You know, and, and remember, success in recovery is, is just like success in anything else. And, and it's the reason so many men fail at it. It's all about action. You know, it's not for those who need it or want it. There's plenty of those. It's for people, it's for men who do it. It's for men who get off their ass and go do the, the uncomfortable things to create the results that they want. Number six, ignorance and bad information. Now, let's, ignorance and stupidity are two different things. Ignorance means you just don't know what you just don't know. Ignorance means I hadn't learned it yet. You need to surround yourself with a team of people who, who, who have the results that you want to create. You know, there's bad information that you can get from guys who don't really understand they're giving you bad information, right? There's, there's three distinct phases of recovery, and you have to understand that phase number one is physical abstinence. Phase number two is rebuilding the life that you crumbled because of your addiction. Phase number three is, is discovery and life's purpose phase. This is the creation phase where you create the life that you were meant to live. If, if all you do is, is assume that physical abstinence is enough, which is phase one, you're, that's ignorance of not knowing what else is available to you. And the ignorance is, is we're going to talk here again in a minute about personal responsibility. Ignorance is your fault because the information is out there. But, but I, I, would, I would tell you, make sure you arm yourself against bad information. You know, some of the stuff that you'll hear at 12-step meetings, if I only got what I deserved. Well, guess what? You do get what you deserved. If, if you were making bad decisions, you get bad results. If you make good decisions, you're going to get good results. They may just take a little bit longer, but you're going to get good results. Another one of those, one of those things to, that, that you'll hear at a meeting, don't have any expectations. Well, let me tell you, you better surround yourself with people who have expectations. 
people who will help you raise your expectations of yourself higher than you have them of yourself. You need to surround yourself with a team of people like uh, uh, an aftercare or a home group or a coaching group, a mentor, a sponsor, somebody that helps you raise your expectations. Because I'm going to tell you, my aftercare group, they expect me to walk whether they see me every week or whether they don't see me for, for six months, seven months. They expect me to walk back in there having done what it takes to stay clean and sober. Ashley expects me to do what it takes to, to stay clean and sober, and, and I expect that out of her. And I hope if you're listening to me on this podcast, you have an expectation of me that I do what it takes to stay clean and sober so I can help other men do the same thing. My kids, they expect me to stay clean and sober. But the one that can only help me with my expectations more than any and all is me. So don't get caught with ignorance and bad information. The people you surround yourself with, um, surround yourself with, if you're going to teach yourself how to drive nails, you don't want to hang out with somebody that don't know which end of the hammer to hold. Surround yourself with people who are experts. And and I'm not talking about guys who think they've arrived. I'm not going to sit here and and claim my expertise in anything ever quits. You know, the more I know, the more I realize there is to learn. And don't ever forget that the ignorance of what that first step tells you. That first step says you're powerless over your addictions. It does not say that you're powerless over your life. So number seven, the seventh giant of relapse that you need to slay is time. The expectation of faster results, learning to live in the moment, this is back to to simplicity, that learning to live in the moment, quantity versus quality. You know, that whole saying of whoever got up first today has the most recovery, well, that's great. But I, I don't, you know, I don't want to hang out and get information just because somebody gets up early. I, I want to, I want to hang out with people who got the quality of information, the quality of recovery. You know, I've been around guys who have been in, been clean and sober for ten years. I don't want anything that they got. You know, I got a guy that that's gone through several of our programs that just celebrated a year. I, I want everything that he's got. You know, he sees himself, he, he, he has a purpose of being a better father and a husband and a businessman. So do what it takes and understand that, that quantity of time is great, but quality of time is a lot better. Number eight, the number eight giant to slay, boredom. You get to that place where you just think recovery has nothing else to offer. You know, your results are in direct correlation with your personal growth. You know, you heard me mention earlier, personal growth leads all the way and comes full circle to spiritual connection. Don't ever think that you've grown enough that, that recovery doesn't have anything else to offer. Now, you may get bored going to meetings and hearing the same thing and hearing over and over and over. Find somebody who understands the masculine journey through recovery, whether it's a coach, whether it's a mentor, whether it's 
another man who wants what you got, but don't get bored with your recovery. Number nine, beliefs, not values. And let me tell you, our beliefs are things that can, that, that can kill us. What we need to focus on when we're talking about goals is not what we believe in, but what we value. There was a point in the time when I, you know, I wanted to, uh, early in my recovery, I wanted to travel around and speak. You know, I wanted to speak to groups and, and travel and do a whole bunch of stuff. That was my goal. That was a belief that I had um, that was really something that was stirring my ego. And, and, you know, there's a whole other training that we'll do based on the ego you need to let go of to pick up an ego in recovery to learn to kind of put that one down and aside too. But, but you know, I, I wanted, uh, wanted, I wanted to, 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 to be an, an, a, a public speaker. It, but at the time, my kids were young. I was coaching baseball. I had all kinds of stuff going on. I valued... And the reason that, that I didn't move forward with my belief in my goal of becoming a public speaker was because I valued fatherhood more than I did being a speaker. I wasn't going to miss what was going on with my kids. You know, today I value my relationship with, with God, the God of my understanding and the God beyond my understanding. I value my relationship with Ash, Ashley. I, I value my relationship with my kids. I value what I do today being a level of being a level of service to do, you know, what I'm doing here. You know, part of part of personal growth full circle to spiritual connection is to realize your spiritual connection comes down to being of maximum service to other to other men, being a maximum service in your community. Learning to let go of your ego because you know, God is inviting you every day into, to step into the abundance of what's around you, what, what's available to you. Don't let your beliefs keep you captive um, to not being able to let go of who you were to become who you can be. So in, and stay connected with it. There, there's some stuff, there's some other trainings that, that, uh, that we've got that are... Um, really based on this whole concept of, of beliefs versus values. So that's number nine. Number 10 is a biggie. And I don't know whether number 10 needs to be number one, but number 10 is a biggie. Lack of personal responsibility. I mean, think about that for a minute. I can't want this more than you want it for yourself. In your recovery in your life, in your success, in, in, in your... I can't want you to, to be successful financially any more than you want it for yourself. I can't want you to have better relationships th than you want for yourself, right? That's, that's the purpose. That's the, the, the concept of purposeful living means that you've got to want these things more for you than anybody else wants them for you. You know what, guys I've sponsored over the years, I've always told them, you know, I walk right here beside you. I walk in front of you and urge you forward, but I'm not going to walk behind you and push you. You can't be apathetic. You've got to take personal responsibility for where you are and what you want to create.
You've got to take personal responsibility. You're going to be an example of one of two kinds of people, right? Either a man that this works for or a man that this doesn't work for. The greatest level of service that you can provide the sick and suffering alcoholic or drug addict or a man in any addiction, right? Pornography, work, whatever it is. The greatest level of service that I can provide, you can provide, for, for a man that's sick and suffering is to be a man that no longer is sick and suffering. You know, the greatest level of service I can be to those people, you, you guys and girls that are listening to this podcast, the greatest level of service that I can be to you is to be somebody that does what it takes to get and stay on the positive side of addiction. Because you know, your results, my results are up to me, your results are up to you. You can have excuses or results. You can never have both. So that's number 10. Let me roll through these real quick. Again, the uh, title of today's podcast, Slaying the Giants of Relapse. Number one, apathy and lack of desire. Number two, unwillingness. Number three, complexity. Number four, being controlled by your emotions. Number five, complacency. Number six, ignorance and bad information. Number seven, time. Number eight, boredom. Number nine, beliefs, not values. Number 10, lack of personal responsibility. So, all right, I've been at it for about 25 minutes. A lot of information. I I could go on for days and days and days and days about the information here. Uh, Let me tell you what we're doing here real quick. If if you're a guy that wants better results in your life and in your recovery or in, in your recovery and in your life because of your recovery, Ashley and I have put together a free coaching program. You can find out more about it at uh, powerlesstopowerful.com. We've got uh, free coaching videos and, and podcasts and, and, and uh, the free coaching thought for the day. We've got all kinds of stuff. So if you want to start your, um, uh, and I'm, this is the end of 1999, um, if you want to start your 2020 off better today, I mean, I'm talking about right now. You know, everybody's someday is coming. Why not make your someday today? You want to be better in the eight key areas that we talk about, the eight the eight-point circle of life, personal growth, relationships, finances, um, mental, mental clarity, physical wellness, nutrition, recreation, spiritual connection. You want to be better in all eight, in all of those categories. Uh, check out and go through our, our, uh, our free coaching course. Uh, don't even, you don't need a credit card. You don't need anything. Just click on the link, sign up, tell us where to send you an email to confirm that you are who you are, and, and, uh, and you'll get seven days' worth of stuff I can promise will change your life. It's uh, Ashley and I can have compressed. You know, I'm, I've, my recovery birth date's in 1999. Hers is in the year 2000. So between us, you know, there's over 40 years of combined experience in these programs. So uh, go to powerlesstopowerful.com. And, uh, and check out the information, and uh, we will uh, we'll see you on the, uh, on the next More Powerful Me podcast. This is the number one podcast for men who, you know, are, are, are really on the path to purposeful living that understand uh, that, that just aren't willing to settle for good enough is good enough. So have a great day, and, uh, and we'll, see you, uh, we'll see you on the other side. Bye for now.